Welcome to the Manuscript Academy podcast, brought to you by a writer and an agent who both believe that education is key. The beauty is the people you meet along the way, and that community makes all the difference. Here at the Manuscript Academy, you can learn the skills, make the connections, and have access to experts all from home. I'm Julie Kingsley. And I'm Jessica Sinsheimer. Put down your pens, pause your word counts, and enjoy. Welcome, Cameron Rosenblum, to the Manuscript Academy podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. This is really fun for me, everyone, because Cameron is my longtime writing partner. Yes. So we've been at it for like a lifetime. Really long time. Yeah. So Cameron, tell everyone where you are in the writing process. I am doing some revisions for my agent, Brienne Johnson at Writer's House. She's awesome. And I'm really thrilled that I get to work with her. My YA contemporary is a story of a fierce girl friendship. And I'm excited to get it out there. Everyone, I love this story so much. Like, I am a super fan of this story. So hopefully we'll have some good news soon about this one. So Cam's here today. She's going to do some reading from her first page. We're going to take it in as just two writers looking at an original piece of work. All right, here we go. I can't get caught. My stomach turns as I unclench my fists and wipe my palms down the side of my shorts. I can't. I am so close, so close to the truth, I can taste it. And if I get caught, she'll take it away from me. She did it once. She'll do it again. I keep my eyes locked on the kitchen archway, toes curled in the plush living room carpet. Sweat gathers under my arms and behind my bent knees in the area where my boobs meet the underwire of my bra. My heart beats drums in my ears, much louder than the air conditioning or the gentle wind pulling the smell of salt water and rain through the open terrace doors. The wall separating us is streaked yellow with sunlight. I can almost see her through it, phone pressed against her ear, probably pacing and definitely with a drink in hand, but nowhere close to suspecting what's going on right under her nose. With a shaky breath, I inch my hand into my mother's coat pocket, slowly, slowly, fingers touching metal and plastic. This is wrong, stealing her keys, breaking into her office. I should stop. Maybe I should listen to Dante's advice for once. The first time he told me some things were better left alone was when I was 12. It was during primary school. I would spend each summer at the Arzola Estate in Coral Gables. The manicured lawns were my playground. The oceanfront was my mini paradise. I would swim in for hours on end. One day when the chauffeur dropped me off, he turned to me with dead set eyes and said, nobody has this much money unless they're involved in bad things, if you know what I mean. But I didn't know what he meant, though I'd soon find out. Dante and I used to love playing hide and seek at night. That night was no different. The mansion was a fortress. I would fade into the shadows of the hallway or climb the stairs to the third floor, maybe higher to the fourth where the library was and the art studio. This time I was it. I stood in the middle of the common room, shouting the countdown behind cloaked eyes and a smile that grew wider by the second. When I finally found him, Dante was hiding outside the boathouse, but he wasn't hiding from me. There was a blizzard in his eyes, a frozen panic that raised chill bumps on my arms. He had turned into a statue, stone-faced and stone-silent. I was cautious as I approached him. Dante? Pop! I jumped as the gun exploded. 
a metallic jingle, the keys scraping against each other. The memories vanish, and I'm back in the den. My mother's voice floats from the next room, low and quick. I strain to make out the conversation she's having, gauge how close or far she is, but her words all mesh together. Focus. Damn it, Javi. Who gave him access to the accounts? Do I need to come there myself? I go completely still, the keys swinging back and forth in my fingers. In the kitchen, cabinets open with a creak and shut with a bang. Her accent draws closer as though she's walking toward the living room. I pinch my eyes closed and grip my teeth until my jaw starts to ache. And though inside I'm on fire, outside I'm ice. I'm Dante on the night we heard those noises. So I could start just by saying I really, really love the opening here. Like, I am instantly interested in what she's looking for. I like the tension. I like the whole kind of like this, that very simple scene of just stealing the keys and what she's going to do with them really pulls me in. But then when we go to flashback, I am like, just, I'm just pulled out immediately. And I'm just not sure that that is the place to put that flashback. I almost feel like that should be pulled out and be like a prologue or preface or something because you've got two really tense scenes competing for attention all on the first page. It's a little, um, it's distracting from the moment. And and so, of course, a gun is scarier than stealing keys. So that kind of overpowered it. So, and now I'm feeling confused. So... I'm confused by the gun, too, because I can't... At first, I thought the gun went off when she went for the keys. Like, the mom had a gun in her purse, but I don't think that's what happened. No, I don't think so. I jumped as the gun exploded, a metallic jingle. The memories vanish. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that the gun happened in the past. Again, that's a little unclear, too, so I guess that, that's something that could use a little... Or did someone shoot mom? I don't think someone shoot mom because she's says, damn it, Javi, who gave him access to the accounts. Yeah. But I thought the sensory detail was really great at the beginning. You probably didn't need all all of them, but that said, they were good ones. The toes curled and the sweat in the underwire of the bra. I mean, who hasn't felt that? (laughs) And, you know, I'm so intrigued to find out why she was wanting to steal these keys um, and break into the office and and, I, and I'm curious to know more about Dante. I can't tell if he's a sibling. Um, I can't tell if he's a friend. I, I'm not really sure what their relationship is. And um, Julie, did we know what genre, like what age group is this? We don't know the genre. Yeah. So I'm, obviously it's a child stealing keys from her mother. So I'm assuming she's a young adult, but um, that's a little hard to tell. You know, I'm curious. I'm kind of going to go back to something we talked about earlier when it's interesting that as writers, we would say, oh, maybe this is a prologue um, where agents and editors often don't like the prologues. I mean, I know there's mixed feelings on that. Um, And maybe it doesn't need, I I just like, um, it's hard to know seeing only the first page. I mean, you're always kind of at a disadvantage without uh, any kind of description of the narrative. So, um, you know, we're kind of at a disadvantage because we don't really know where the plot goes in this book. Um, But I guess uh, sort of my generic um, advice for first pages is that, you know, it needs to be succinct and clear enough 
because it's a lot of times in this business, it's the thing, it's your calling card. It's what's going to get you through the, through the slush pile or whatnot. So I almost would err on the side of sacrificing this story to get that first page so crystalline that it just makes someone want to keep reading because I have discovered for myself anyways, of course, I can't speak for everybody, but I realized that a lot of times I would rework and rework and rework my first pages over and over and over. Um, and before I'd finished my novel, because I'd be going to workshops and such that, um, you know, you submit your first page or your first 10 pages or whatnot. And I I do think that it's really important to get that right. I don't think it's as important before you finish the whole manuscript that it's going to fit into your narrative uh, perfectly because you can always go back and fix it later once you've got the agent, once you've, you know, you're, you're under contract, you're going to work on that anyways. So I think it's more important to just get it really, really good and worry about how well... Um, you know, the fine tuning of how it fits into the whole narrative later. Does that make sense, Julie? I think you said it perfectly. And, you know, I, I think just like looking at this again, you know, that we're not really, because we're not grounded totally in who she is and what makes her tick, that even though we're there with the, with the, the tension, but it, even a couple lines, you know, about, you know, what she wants. Um, you know, I think would really help this, you know, and I think if you take out this flashback and and really kind of just get us a little bit more into her in this moment. Hello, Lulu. So yeah, I feel like this writer can certainly do this. I feel like this writer has the chops to make this amazing. Um, but just might you're right. Just might need some time to get through the novel and then come back and recraft this. Yeah. Or just take out, just take out that flash or maybe the flashback is the more important of the two. I, I, there's no way for us to know, but whichever is the, the closer to the, to the arc of the, the narrative, I think that's the one to start the first page with. And then I think it's just to really um, polish it up Definitely focusing on one or the other of these scenes, not trying to squeeze two scenes into the same first page because they're, but they're both really, you know, firecracker scenes. So why waste them all on the first page? Stretch them out, you know? I totally agree. And guess what, Cameron Rosenblum? It has been 10 minutes. All right. Well, that didn't feel like 10 minutes. That was a really great read. And a thank you to whomever shared that with us. And for the people out there, if you would like to share your first page, you can just send us a copy of your first page to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Julie. We are so glad that you joined us. And as always, we appreciate your feedback. Just head on over to the iTunes store and let us know what you think. It not only helps us make this podcast be the best it can be, but it also affects our ratings within the iTunes platform. We'd love to hear from you. If you're feeling brave and want to submit your page for our first pages podcast, you can send it to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com with first pages podcast in the subject line. We'd also just love to hear from you. And if you'd like to learn more about the Manuscript Academy and everything we have to offer, just jump on over to manuscriptacademy.com.